rather the uncertainty that had undermined its credibility. She looked younger than I remembered her. She caught my eye, saw Tina, and turned to leave. Then, one table away from the door, she sat down. It took a few moments before I allowed myself to believe that she might have come to see me, and a few more to realise that this was exactly what her actions had signalled, right down to deciding that she didn't want to confirm my suspicions by walking out. When Shanksy walked over to take her order, Tina said, "'Isn't that Angelina Brown?' Normally I would have responded by showing off my recently acquired knowledge. From Mornington Police, she plays Sergeant Kerry, doesn't she? Instead I said, "'Who?' "'She's an actress and a soapy. I watched it once or twice, you know, just to see what it was about.' She plays the smart one, not the hot one, but seeing her here in person, she's quite attractive. You think so? I took the opportunity to look at her again. She's okay, I said. I thought she was the most beautiful woman I had ever seen. She's always solving the crime or cancelling people, and she seems really together, but she's actually having an affair with a pathologist. She's not married, but he is. And he's a slimeball, and everyone wants her to get a grip and go with a detective sergeant who really likes her, but who's too shy to say anything. Anyway, like I said, I don't really watch it. At least Tina was giving me time to think. Why had Angelina left it so long? What about the boyfriend? How was I going to connect with her before she walked out of my life again? I could hardly ask Tina to make herself scarce, so I could pursue another woman. Even putting aside basic decency, it would have been career suicide to insult the woman who ran the office football tipping competition and was thus connected with everyone in the department. I could have claimed to have met Angelina before, friend of a friend, or, God forbid, told the simple truth that she'd sung at the piano one night. But I had effectively stated that I did not know her. There was no practical way I could give Shanksy a message to deliver in front of Tina. Behind the bar, he poured Angelina an orange juice. She was not going to stick around. Somehow, I had to get a message to her. And in that thought lay the answer. It was a clunky answer, but it would have to do. I intercepted Shanksy on his way to Angelina's table. Tina, this is Shanksy. Tell her what I do here. He's the piano player, when he feels like it. No way, said Tina. I signalled to Shanksy to refill her glass and walk to the piano, now having an excuse to play to the empty house. I was struggling to think of the words to the Bee Gees, I've got to get a message to you. The preacher tortured me. I was at the piano about to regale a beautiful woman with a fudged impression of the brother's gib, when inspiration of sorts arrived. You are so beautiful. It was more of a 1am last drink stagger off into the night closer, but the sentiment was on the mark. I was underway before I had time to consider the rest of the song. It was not a total screw-up like singing Go Away Little Girl, but the lyrics needed Joe Cocker's voice to offset the schmaltziness. I did my best. I tried to keep looking towards Tina rather than Angelina, singing about a woman being everything I'd hoped for, the joy and happiness she brought me, a gift from heaven, 
And then I realized that Angelina might think I was singing it for my date. So as I growled the last drawn out to me, feeling a complete idiot, I turned to Angelina and gave her what I hoped was a meaningful look. She was laughing. I went back to my table and could tell something was wrong. Surely one look had not given me away. I'd focused on Tina for most of the song. That turned out to be the problem and the solution. Adam, that was lovely, she said. But, wow, just a bit heavy. I mean, we don't really know each other yet. I'm just getting over a relationship and I'm more about, you know, having a good time. Being taken to an empty bar and serenaded with a full-on love song at 6pm was probably an unnerving start to a first date with the new guy in the office.